All right, you ready? Yep. Welcome to the Tuesday Hot Fix, the show that people listen to if they want to know what it's like making an app for millions and millions of people. Hi, I'm Liam. And I'm Russell. How are you, Russell? I'm uh, pretty good today, yes. Yeah. Yeah, ready to go. I'm glad you're taking up your uh, role as... Describe it. As fun, how as... Um, oh. Jeff, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're taking up your role as the. Uh, oh God, cool dude. Uh, I'm glad you're taking up your role as a sort of leader on this podcast, and uh, and I'm your co co-host, uh, your foil. So just uh, oh. use me as you please. Okay, I might not take you off on an offer straight away, but very very kind of you to uh, say so. Um, oh, there you go. I did an um then. Oh. <laughs> Quickly, um, show. Yeah, people won't know this, but well, they probably do notice. But for every um that you hear in this podcast, I've like removed five of them. Jeff, our driver's a lot better because he doesn't say anything at all, do you, Jeff? Ah, oh, jeez, Jeff, keep it clean. I can't, like, you can't have to um that out. Yeah, that's why we never, that's why you never appear on it, Jeff. Okay, let's, let's do it. This next bit might be a bit rude, so if you are easily shocked. I always down the podcast for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, they could skip it, I suppose, couldn't they? Bit. Okay. But children aren't. But they would have to know when to skip it too. So they might just end up skipping it to a point yeah. where they hear the word jizz or something. Your spatty story's been the last quite a while, so. Yeah. My question, right, my thoughts was that it's, it's dark for a long time at the moment. And in the mornings, I have the bedroom curtains open while I drink my cup of tea. And I look up into the stars. I recognize some of the constellations, you know, there's, I don't know how they come up with stuff sometimes because they see, I don't know, like, uh, Orion's belt or a big bear or a yeah. bear or a squiggly snake or something. That's all I can make out of it. Oh, that's a snake. That is, that's just two dots. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call that the short line. So I saw, and you can see planes and stuff like that, but then I saw, uh, what would you call it? A, I'm going to call it a satellite moving very, very quickly across the across the, the sky. So far too quick for a, a plane, far too high up for a plane. Did a little bit of investigation. And that was the same time that the space station had um, gone over yeah. uh, our part of the world. Apparently that goes around the Earth 12 times a day or something like that. It's annoying, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how old would you say people are in... The space station for well, I don't know, but I'd imagine the minimum is that it's three months, you know. You're right, like that, but quite a long time, I would have thought. I don't know what uh, Tim is it Tim Peak? How long did he live for? He was Tim, about nine months, wasn't he? Or something brings me to my point. Yeah. There are some things that they people do on a daily basis, like you eat, who, and we, but there might be some things that you do on a less often basis. You know, less than three times a day. What about when it comes to lovemaking? Yeah. Well. Or lovemaking substitution. Okay. Yeah. Do they have porn on the space station? I don't think so. Well, I'd imagine that there's some uh, way of doing it. Or... Because there's got to be, isn't there, really? Because you can't have, uh, you can't have fluids uh, banging up the system. Yeah. And you know when your colleagues... Go popping into your bedroom and then walking into a load of yogurt or something, beer. Wow, Katrine. We might have to cut this whole section out. 
but it does make me think that there are some things that are quite the NASA have to think about, right? And yeah. some of those are quite ordinary things, but they, they must have thought about that. They must have had that. Yeah. They must have had, it's like men. Well, I think women masturbate as well. Yeah, but it doesn't go everywhere like it does. Oh, God. Not to catch it, do they? All right, okay. <laughs> do you think, what? Yep, you go. Do you, do, do you think that, because they have lady astronauts now, don't they? Oh, I believe they do. <laughs> 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 they haven't got to be sort of much more yet. Yeah, sure, but we're getting there quickly. So do you think at any stage, like yeah. someone has gone, hey, how about us being the first ever people to shag in space? Wow. Yeah. Um, they could live broadcast it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be quite, quite interesting. Let's be careful not to knock the uh, IS off orbit or something. Because <laughs> you know what I may love. The whole Earth. Do you reckon the NASA are going, okay, this is Houston. Yeah, you're looking good, space station. You're looking good. Orbit's looking good. The telemetry's looking good. Oh my God, what's going on? It's going to shake and everything. You mean hit by something? This guy was Russell's ass. That's what's been. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it all has to be thought about. Yeah. It? I'm sure there's someone's job somewhere. Think about that sort of thing in NASA. Mm. I have to ask, next time my, my my little son and my wife have gone to see Tim Peake, so I'll have to do a talk. So next time they do that, I'll have to ask them about that yeah. side of thing. How yeah. do you, you poo? How do you wee? How do you get through the day? Yeah. Get through the months? Yeah. What do you do for entertainment? <laughs> She'd have to keep digging, wouldn't she? No, I don't mean coronation. <laughs> no. Exercising. No, no. I mean that. Well, sort of. Well, <laughs> On one hand. <laughs> okay, have you done that section? Yeah, but I just I did have a thing that I just, I, I knew one lady who um, thought it'd be very, very trendy to get a waterbed. It was absolutely rubbish for having sex in it because you couldn't get any purchase. Wow. Just all wobble all over the place. Wow. Okay, anyway, yes, I, I think I think we've done that bit. Yeah. 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 So now you can turn it back on. Oh, now you can resume. Okay, of course. Yeah. Resume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, I think last time we we talked to, did a little bit about movie strap line. Yes. Thought oh, that would not be interesting to do a little bit more on that because can't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good idea. Guess the movie from the strap line. Yes. Now, strap lines in movies are. I think about that. Actually, strap lines really only appear on posters, don't they? They do. Yeah. But occasionally, on a trailer, the husky man might say, yeah. whatever, because that's not one of these ones. Okay. But it's like, uh, oh, what was Jaws's? I remember, I remember Jaws 2 was just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. I can't remember what the Jaws one was. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I was going to say, you will need a bigger boat or something like that, but I think that was just from the quote from the film, wasn't it? So no, I can't remember that. I'm going to look it up. I'm sure it was something like, you'd be too afraid to go in the water. Oh, yes, it was. Something like that. Oh, yeah, just when you thought it was safe to go back. Wow, that was... That was the second one. It was two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what... I don't know what the first one was. No, it was like, you won't have fish fingers for tea again. That's uncanny. I think that's exactly what it was. Surely you thought it was safe to eat fish fingers again. 
Captain Burnside tries eating you. Okay, so we're going to be clear. Strap lines aren't subtitles to film. So right. it can't be Die Hard with a vengeance. Die Harder. Yeah, yeah. Or Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's not a strap line, is it? No, no, that, that's that's just the yeah. yeah. I have to say, something that annoys the shit out of me, right? Yeah. Is when they change movie titles of classics. When Raiders of the Lost Ark was released, it was just called The Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay? Because right. there was no concept behind who Indiana Jones was. Okay. Or anything like that. But then they had Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. But their first movie was called The Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yeah. So then there was this swathe of changing it to be Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it's right. like that is not what it was called. It was called The Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Right. Well, okay. All right. First one on the list is probably the the, uh, the one, maybe the one that started it all. This uh, is the classic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this, is this is the go-to strap line. Okay, so it's in space. No one can hear you scream. Yeah. Or, as we've established in space, no one can hear you have a wank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at a slight advantage. I actually wrote this list out. Yeah. So I can yeah. know what, what some of them are. Yeah. Well, I think everyone knows that was Alien. Yeah. Do you remember what the tagline was for Aliens? Uh, no, I can't remember. Sorry. The tagline was, this time it's war. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah. This yeah. time it's war. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's extent. Yep. Okay, next one is Last Man on Earth is Not Alone. Ah, now this is this is one of your like you have read this and it is based on a novelette. Uh is it Legend? I am Legend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's a that's a great book, I am Legend. It's it's kinda of turns vampire vampire on the head. But uh so you know, what what happened happened is Everyone was a vampire, apart from you. Yeah. Who, who's who's the monster then? I, I, oh. I'll give it to match away because it's a brilliant book. Just read it. But it is a good point though, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah, you look at it from your point of view, which yeah. is you're not a, a vampire. Anyway. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yes. The zombies in it. And this is another easy one: an adventure sixty-five million years in the making. Could you do that with the boys, like an American has? Uh, an adventure sixty-five million years in the making. Uh, a bit grabbly today, sorry. I think it, it makes it even better, I think. And then the next one is a romantic comedy with zombies. Oh, yes. I think I know what that one is. Yeah. But, but they would say that in a way they go, it's a romantic comedy with zombies. Yeah. So which one do you think that is? Oh, uh, I, I mean, my first thought was it's Dawn of the... No, what's it called? Was it... Uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called, sorry. Shaun of the Little Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Living Dead. Yeah. Or it could be, um, it was a more recent one, wasn't there? And Pride, Prejudice and Zombies, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. But it is Shaun of the Dead. Right. And the next one is, he's having a worst day of his life over and over. I think there's a clue there. But I think we'll leave that one for the audience. All right. Like, that was, he's having the worst day of his life over and over. So leave your answer in the comments. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. If there is anybody who is listening, and you do have some comments. Okay. And the next one is Fear Can Hold You Prisoner. Pope Can Set You Three. Oh, now that is a classic, often mooted as the best movie of all time. Yeah, I think I know what that is. What do you think that one is? 
I think I said green miles. Oh, you're very, very close, but no, it's the other one. Oh. What do you want to say? Shawshank. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Not to be confused with the porno movie, Saul Wank Redemption. Oh, it's got very wanky this show. I realise I'm saying wank a lot. Yeah. Okay. From the brother of the director of Ghost. <laughs> you know what that one is? Oh, is that Scream? No. Oh, you're in the right. From the brother of the director of Ghost. <laughs> Do I tell you? Yeah, tell me. That's Naked Gun 33 and a third. Oh, wow. The next one is The Man... Man, sorry, man is the warmest place to hide. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. I know that one. I'm going to leave that one to the audience. That's a juicy one, though. Yeah. Do you want to say it just in your foreboding voice? Oh, yeah. Man is the warmest place to hide. We all been watching our babies. Like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And that's another classic movie, isn't it? It is. I love the music for that because it goes, yeah. Jung, jung, ch, 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 jung, jung, ch, ch. That he, the director of that, wrote the movie, sung the, sung the screen, sung the soundtrack, and played the soundtrack. We didn't act in there, though, I think. No, I'm going to give you a little bit of. Do you want a little bit of? Um, yeah, go on. Uh, uh, trivia about yeah. John Carpenter. Yeah. So he made he made a film called Dark Star yeah. with a guy called Dan O'Banion, which was very loosely the. Um, uh, the idea for Alien, okay? Because basically, right. yeah. so there's two things in it that happen. Yeah. There's a beach ball that tries killing everybody. Yep. And that's the bit was Alien. But his first sort of real success was a, a film called Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah. Which was a, based on a John Wayne film. And I can't remember what it was called. But it wasn't called El Dorado. It was called something like that. Which is, the premise is that uh, there's a guy, uh, a prisoner, that a load of bad people won, and that they, they, they ransack the, yeah. the film. Yep. Now, John Carpenter did so much stuff on this. When the titles came up, he got fed up with seeing his name all the time. So, it's, it's, so what he did was he replaced his name with characters' names from the film that it was based off. Wow. Yeah, so I think John Wayne's in... Uh, oh, I was... L.L. Paso was. It's something like with L in it. It will come to me. But yeah, yeah, so so he, names of characters for the previous film. Anyway, I digress too much. Okay. Well, yeah. Mind you, this is why we're here, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah tangent digression. 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 The, uh, Dark Star is also, also the name of uh, David Bowie's last album. Is, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty sure it's. <laughs> if it's not, leave it in the comments. Yes. And the last one is, why so serious as a strap line to a movie? Right. I'm going to say this in the voice, because I do a very good impression of this guy. He goes, why so serious? Now, you get it from that. Uh, Come on, it's, it's like having the actor in the car with you. I can't remember. That is Batman, and that was my Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. Right, yeah. Could you not tell? Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Well, okay, so we finished that little section. We're on the new market bypass. Yeah, and so. we're going to sort of talk about a bit about work. Oh, dear. Do we? Okay. Yeah. We we went to 
football with the weekend. Yep. Uh, which was a terrible experience. <laughs> we lost, unfortunately, 3-0. But a bit of an ass whooping, actually, aren't it? Of our own making. Yes. But we, 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 we'd, uh, we purchased our tickets from the uh, from online and they'd been uploaded to our card so we'd been told. But when we get to the barriers to swipe our smart cards, the red lights came on and we couldn't get in. And the staff tried to help, but, you know, they can't just let you in. And, oh, we think they were saying the system needed rebooting or the Wi-Fi wasn't working or something. So it wasn't just us, was it? It wasn't just us. It was everyone in our section, at least. Yeah. Uh, we were, we did get in eventually, but it was very annoying. So you paid an awful lot of money, got there early. Uh, but we should just talk about that when uh, IT fails, ways to mitigate that sort of thing. I think, weren't we? I think so, because we were in a situation where the technology had collapsed, it failed, it said that the, I don't know, thousand people that would have been going through those two, those turnstiles weren't allowed in. We tried to go into other turnstiles, they were broken, and so it builds. Yeah. The game's going to start in an hour's time or an hour and a half's time, and you are at a phase where there's enough people where a steward can talk to everybody. But very quickly, it's going to go into a large group of people yeah. that try to get through one small spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th 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 this is an area that's uh, obviously very sensitive. And you can't just let everyone in. You've got to uh, make sure you uh, manage the numbers, etc. We were just left high and dry in a way. We were just told the ticket office. But we knew that wasn't going to work anyway. So there was, uh, you know, in that system, for some reason, there's no redundancy if the Wi-Fi goes down, the terminals have to talk to the central database to get authorization to let us in and to check what we've bought or ticket and got a seat. Um, but that system has no redundancy. So real, really system should have redundancy where uh, if one path of communication fails, uh, they, can, they can go to a backup. Or you know, sometimes what you could do is just, rather than just having a central database, you could have the terminals allowed to download a uh, a copy of the database that they refresh now and then. So if they lose communication with the central server, they could still read the read the local database and see that you actually yes you have bought, bought a ticket. So have where there's designed that system, you know, well, I, you understand why they just want it as a central database because then you don't have the problems of syncing between a local database and a central database. But then you you know you've all, if if the Wi-Fi goes down then the whole system's down because terminal can't check with the server if it doesn't have its own copy of the database for example so that's one way of mitigated problems with communication. I mean ultimately it was solved because of a human intervention wasn't it? Yes, you had to have a human there explaining what was going on that you could reason with because the the scan machine you know has no no sense of reason. It's either yes or no, and it's giving out no's when it should be saying yes. But the stewards did manage it quite well because he had an override pass, which I guess always yeah goes green, yeah, and then could check. So I guess that's what happens with support as well, and why that's necessary with you know an organisation that gets above a certain size, isn't but, it? But you're right. You know, the, the user always needs this self-service way of fixing a problem. Otherwise, you can't talk to every single customer. As you say, it doesn't scale. So that was just our, apart from the terrible football, uh, 
Yeah, the irony of it is, is we'd have had a better day if it hadn't let us in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's Norwich City we support, so yeah, work out what game was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've got some questions coming. Oh, right. All right. So Richie from Cunningham asks, are some of our colleagues just rather elaborate Python scripts? Now, I didn't understand that. Now, I didn't know those, though. What does he mean? Was he trying to suggest we don't have real friends? <laughs> written Python scripts, let's say, hi, Russell, or hi, Liam, in the morning. No, what is that? You're just great. You're looking yeah. sharp today, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Yeah. As far as I, I mean, I've, I've drunk with most of my colleagues. I think they're real. Yeah. So, Richie, they're real. Yes. Uh, and then Denzel from Washington. Has he been on, on before? No, his brother George. Oh, right. George Washington. Uh, what, it, what was it that made you want to work with computers? Oh, was it spending so long on support dealing with real people? I'm, I mean, are these, these last couple have been well, categorised as trollers. <laughs> I said yeah. we weren't going to have trollers. Yeah. So I think um, Denzel... We, we, we can deal with real people, can't we? We can. Yeah. In moderation. I, I can tell him, I can tell you, Denzel, why I got into computers. Right. It was because I wanted to live in Australia and it gave me enough points. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you just say, oh, what, what can you do with computers? You go, oh, I can send email. I can yeah. receive email. Yeah. Turn the computer on. I've still got to turn it off. Off. Yeah. Just at the tick box. And uh, Dwight from York asks, what are your favourite and least favourite technology products and why? Well, that's a good question, Dwight. I know. Very good. He does realise it's quite early in the morning we record this, doesn't he? <laughs> so what are your favourite and least favourite technology products and why? Oh, I know what your least favourite is. What's that? It's a um, water fountain. No, no, it's the one that listens to you. Oh, fucking that Alexa. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Can you hate that thing? Because he's always listening. Anybody goes, oh, it's only listening when you go, hey, Alexa. But on Android, you have to press the record, the mic button. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, like, on a remote, when you press it, yeah, then it listens. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But anyone who thinks they can just go, hey, Google, and Google isn't listening all the time for the words, hey, Google, yeah. then they are. So, that yeah, that is your least favourite. Yeah, I, yeah. And what about your favourite? Favourite? Oh. Yeah, technology. Um, yeah, it's a pretty smart coffee making machine these days. If that counts. <laughs> the fun, my favourite smart technology. It's got to be something in entertainment, really, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. I mean, the mobile phone just does so much, doesn't it? Oh yeah. It's before we used to have machines that just did one thing, right? <laughs> but then they invented the stereo centre which had a radio, a record player, and a tape deck, which was something that did multiple things. But now, it's a phone can be an egg timer, it can be a, a magnet, uh, not a magnet, it can be um, a compass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be a paperweight. Yeah. can send you emails, you can write emails. <laughs> so, you're, a, you're an advanced user. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go... They're very good answers. Yeah. And, all right. I think we better tie things up on this particular episode. Yep. Uh, with our Bond shell. Yes. And this is where we take uh, 
a quote from uh, 1970s Bond to be to say things that are not really allowed anymore. Um, but uh, do you want? Can you remember it? Do you want me to set, set yeah, the scene? Set the scene. So basically, right, it's the man with the golden gun, and Bond is trying to find a spent bullet. And wouldn't you know it, a hot belly dancer woman is using it as her charm in her belly button, right? So how does Bond try and achieve such a charm? You guessed it. He tries to kiss it off her. Okay. Then at some point she realizes that she no longer has this spent bullet in her belly button. And then some chit-chat happens. Now, do you want to do the Roger Moore? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she goes, oh, I've lost my charm. Not from where I'm standing. <laughs> First time. I know. It's a bit dull, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Right, we better wrap things up, Leo. It's uh, Cheerio from Liam and Cheerio from Russell. See you next week. Tough and all I say, won't. Oh, on holiday. Oh, yeah, but we, we record one week oh, in advance. All right, sorry. Yeah, okay, so don't worry about that. Don't panic, people. <laughs>